Hello. Hey. Sorry, let me turn my fan off. It's kind of noisy. Cool. Hey. Hi, boo. Hi, how are you? Wow, I miss you. I miss you too. How you been, homie? You know, trying not to die and stuff. So there's that. I mean, yeah. That's <laughs> the only way to really, like, let the days go by. That nothing, I, I don't know, like, realizing that these things don't kill us at the end of the day. Or we yeah. hope that they don't. or they, And they haven't yet, so we're still winning. Yeah. And something yeah. that I'm trying to um, reconfigure my mind to think in this way is that for some reason, we've been conditioned to think of suffering as, like, an impediment on real life rather than a part of real life. Yeah. So, like, it's just regular now. <laughs> like, the more conscious you get, the more you will experience suffering. And that's just a part of the thing. It's not necessarily the thing you have to go through to, like, get to the other side. Suffering is just part of the thing. Um, yeah, I was actually reading about that the other day. <laughs> yeah. That that you can't sort of seek a happiness throughout your life without understanding that suffering will always be a part of it. Right. It's that they can't exist without each other. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it sucks. <laughs> um, it kind of does. But I think, I don't know, the more you, or the more I, or the more one, like, trains their brain to think in that way. Uh, it's just a part of it all, but I don't know. I guess maybe the less painful it feels every time. Yeah, I would hope. I think I've I've definitely been going through. It makes you feel less of a. It makes you feel a little less um, unique, I guess, mm. in a good way. In that you don't feel like your suffering is something that is, you know is only happening to you yeah. and it's not a part of average life and, and yeah. people aren't also going through similar or different things that might feel the same sort of pain. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's just like so painful that you can be like, how, how can anyone experience this? <laughs> and like, yeah. but it's true. We all, we all have our moments. So, but yeah, we're still alive. I'm still in this country. You um, are. And TBD. the travel ban is gone for now, a little bit. Yay. Uh, TBD. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can't really be happy about things that are this shitty anyways. No, I think... It's just sort of like, okay, yeah. well, you know, the rule of law has done its job, so... And also, okay. I think part of the, the tactic of doing really... Um, extreme and audacious measures is that when they roll it back a teeny bit we can be like oh yay you know as if the whole thing isn't still as horacious as it is yeah um yeah I don't know sometimes you just need to disconnect 
Yeah. I'm 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 definitely it's it's very interesting now just being at home and in a different space where this just doesn't it's not something that is part of my existence any longer mm-hmm. and it's it's very interesting to to be in that space where like everyone around me in terms of you know my social media and a lot of people that you know basically my social media mostly in my timeline and, and all of my friends are in America like this is something that is so important to their everyday existence basically and like Trump and everything and I'm just like I'm in this space where I don't I'm not American I have a different president I'm fine with that and I just I don't I don't like I I don't have that emphasis I don't have that urgency or that focus as much Mm -hmm. because it just doesn't concern me in one way or another and and not in a bad way not in a way like I don't care about what people are going through, but in a way that no, you don't I feel did, the immediacy you know? of it right now. Yeah, it's it's not in my immediate worry zone in terms of what matters because you know I have to deal with my politics and my president and what we're going through in Tanzania in terms of like there's going to be a drought soon and mm. our currency is dropping and there are a lot of other things that are happening in my city that. Like, Trump is the last thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, it's just, like, it's nice to be able to have that in some way because I already have, like, a ton of shit that I'm dealing with. Right. That, you know, it's True. just, like, eh, I don't want to think about this. Let's not talk about this. Let's ignore this because, like, everyone... You know when you just look at something and it makes you lose your energy? Oh, my gosh, Yeah. Yeah. So it's just you find what it is that's making you lose your energy and you just ignore that thing or you remove it from your life for the time being. Yeah, if you can. Especially Definitely. if you have no power over changing it in that moment in time. And so for me, that's sort of been like a place that I've been in terms of if I find something that is sucking my energy, I can't change it in that moment in time. There's very little that I can do about it. Um and it's it's not i don't know it's like when i feel that it's it's sucking me out i peace out i just no, i'm not <laughs> going to do that today that language is great <laughs> um, yeah um i'm a child i that's a good practice like i i'm not there yet i'm very much on the um you know i've been good about cutting certain things out and then others, it's very easy for me to just obsess and it takes over and I can't focus. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But then I'm also trying to be kind to myself. Sometimes you just can't help that, how you're built. Yeah. You know? Um, I think I think that's what I would say is like a good 2017 goal for people, for, you know, friends and family and one another is just to, to learn how to be kind to yourself mm. and and then be ki- be kind to people around you and I feel like it's the simplest thing to say but it's a very difficult concept to apply in terms of how that manifests in our daily life because you could literally tell yourself that you're being kind oh and you're not to yourself yeah, and to the really... people and you're really just not paying attention to the ways in which you're Seriously, destroying that's real um your sense of self or your possibilities for the future. Um, and I've definitely been seeing that a lot in terms of how I self-sabotage. 
yeah it's um, that's so, a yeah. real work that's a real thing and it's so hard to see it sometimes because a lot of the time the not being kind to yourself is at the expense of being available for someone else and you don't recognize or being available for others and mm -hmm, um exactly you don't recognize the ways that that means you're not there for yourself i just started watching queen sugar and um one of the characters says this thing where she's like you need to start her name's nova and she's talking to her aunt vi and she's saying uh -huh. you have given so much of yourself to these other people and they can't hold all of you because they were never meant to and uh -huh. it's like that just resonated with me because it's I, we've talked about this before but it's so easy for me to if i care about someone to just you know forget everything that i need for myself and just put that person at the forefront and i think i've been doing that a lot with the, with the stuff that's happening right now yeah. and um and i've done it a lot when with people who i've cared for in the past and it's like this person was never meant to hold all of you and was never meant to receive all of this so uh -huh. it could you could like come across being like oh wow how can people be so ungrateful for what i'm doing for them but like do that shit for yourself <laughs> part of me part of this year is like trying to figure out the ways that i put can really 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 show up for myself um before other people it's just it's still just so easy for me to show up for other people first and like name things as self-care that you know aren't don't really get to the root of what I need to do for myself and you know I don't know yeah kind of went on tangent. I think for me I'm I feel like part of me is inherently sort of a selfish bitch so that's a good <laughs> like that's good like I'm, I'm pretty selfish um not in a bad way not in like a no I'm not gonna give you my kind of snack like kindergarten thing kind of not that kind of selfish but selfish in the sense that there are times where I feel like I'm not necessarily making myself available to people but like for me the way in in which I've started to think about this idea of being kind to yourself is understanding the ways in which when I, when I, when I consider myself undeserving of something, mm -hmm. there's no way that I can get that thing. Mm. Right. And so I spent, I spent a lot of time this past month just thinking about like really, really deconstructing who I am and why I do the things I do and understanding like how my background and my childhood and my teenagehood and my family, how all of those things have contributed to me feeling like I'm just never enough. And, mm -hmm. and even though I like, I would never, you know, I'm not the kind of person who would ever say that, you know, like, mm -hmm. no, I'm like amazing, you know, yes. but, but the way that, but it's, it's not about what I say or what I personally think. It's really just about at the end of the day, how I feel and, and the actions that come up from that. And when I say that I feel like I'm not enough, that translates into not being willing to open up or to or to lean on someone because I don't think that I deserve that or mm. 
feeling like someone giving you like shitty treatment is something that is sort of inevitable for Mm -hmm. me because of you know my background or because of my my parents relationship or because of you know just things that I never caused things that I that were never my fault right but constantly feeling like because those things have happened to me and they're affiliated with me then ultimately I'm clearly undeserved like I'm tainted I'm so mm-hmm. I'm undeserving of something that is more pure or wonderful or Fuck. or you know fulfilling you know and so that's the way that's the way that I've been unkind to myself um and and so trying to get out of that feeling to understand that you that I deserve to be treated well I I deserve to be loved I think we all deserve to get pieces of happiness that we want in life mm-hmm. from from different people from different things it doesn't really matter I'm not talking about like romantic relationships I'm not talking about that I'm talking about just general experiences with people and connections that you're trying to make and understanding that you deserve you deserve to be cared for like mm-hmm. and people out there do care for you and we have to constantly remember that because sometimes we get very stuck in this idea of being undeserving, that we miss out on all of the blessings and the opportunities to be loved that people are giving us. True. Like you so see love true. there and you decide not to pick it up because you think that it's not for you. Yeah. Or you like, you know, trying to find it in a place that isn't able to give it to you, the person. To give it to you either. Yeah. Situation or, Yeah. Yeah. It's a really hard thing to do. To um Exactly. To reconfigure your brain in that way. Whew. It's very hard yeah. to do. Um MK seventeen. That's what um woo. Yasa <laughs> and Emma said this is the year of me and it sounds like a weapon and I'm with it. and everything i strongly believe it i mean you know this i i believe in the power of the mouth the word yeah you know what you speak out you know yeah i did it after you told me to as well i forgot to share it with you but i did it as well yay i'm glad so you know visualizing what your goals are is just so important for actually getting somewhere with it and i know i i've done this for ages but i always think that it's a good tactic is i choose a reminder Mm-hmm. for a year so I started doing this in 2015 and so I choose like a something that has really bothered me or something has like that has stuck with me from the previous year and I make a reminder for myself um that shows up every single day for the whole year on my phone mm-hmm. reminding me of like something um in regards to whatever it is that I was feeling Mm-hmm. Right. So this year, um, like I have one that's like, you know, you deserve to be loved. Mm-hmm. That is a reminder that I have to get on my phone every single day to see. And I know it's a small <laughs> thing, but it's something that no, but that's it, a lot. It, if once you see it, once you see it at that moment, if you were thinking of something that was about not being loved, then, you know, you it pops up in your head and you're like, actually, I do. And, and so it's a it's a mechanism to mentally push yourself to believe that this is important for you Mm. um what what did I do other years one year the first year I think I just did like be happy 
And like, I would take, so every time I'd see that reminder, I would take a moment to think about one thing in that day that was a blessing to me or something that went well in that day. It could even be just the fact that I woke up Mm -hmm. and that would be enough to make me feel like, you know, there is, there is something and there is hope towards today and tomorrow and the coming days. And and that was enough. Just those little reminders that you set for yourself um, can be really important to how you feel about your mood or you feel about, um, your future. I don't know. So I'm excited for this one. Me too. Yeah. I'm excited for MK17. Already, (laughs) but like a, a very, very good tough, you know, radically different from this time last year. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You can just kind of like get to a point where it's like, this thing needs to change. And then, the universe is like oh you're finally ready and <laughs> brings you the yeah. next the next step you know that's a nice feeling to have i am i'm still i'm you know i'm thinking about it i see one thing manifesting that i was like i want this and this is gonna happen mm-hmm. um and it is and it is happening like slowly by slowly one thing is really happening the other things, eh, we'll see. I mean, I hope the universe thinks that. I feel like I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. But the universe is not really giving me any signs. But, you know, the issue we'll is see. also, I've February. realized that, like, we're super... I can't speak for you, but I've recognized this year, <laughs> this one month of the year, I'm very impatient. Like, I don't have patience for things that I want now. Yeah. Um, that I see now, and I see how they can come to fruition now, but, like, there are other um, factors and other people involved. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm trying to work on that because it's a huge source of my stress, just, like, not being able to just wait and trust. Um, so that's you. Like, it's not necessarily all going to come at once, but somehow you have to trust that it's worked out since it's somehow worked out this far. So trust it will continue. True. I think of like all the things that I really have wanted and have like spoken to or prayed about and in their own way and at their own time they actually have come to fruition so it's like just chill a little bit even though your body vibrates every day (laughs) just like try and try and try and not (laughs) try and try and not the problem with me is that I have an, an imagination that beats like freaking oh God, tell me like Tolkien or something I don't know like I, <laughs> my imagination will take me places that you do not want to be nah. and, so, and then you suddenly know, the day like, is ruined because <laughs> of something you've created in your brain <laughs> like, oh my god I've created so many things in my head and like not good things either Some, I'm not good things in the sense that like this is inappropriate, you know, but (laughs) when you want something and you want something so bad, sometimes you just start creating situations in your head Mm. that involve a certain thing or a certain person or a certain like career or anything. And you just, and I just keep on going with it. So every time I'm silent, every time I'm not actually speaking out loud and talking to people, I'm obviously daydreaming. Yeah. The cogs are like working about, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, and so that has its benefits of like, oh, I'm just wasting my time doing this. 
but also it just puts an image in your head that could be unrealistic. But very, I also feel like that. So what happens is like I have those daydreams, and then in the moment I'm like, okay, because I've dreamed this up, it's not going to happen. Um, because nothing can ever happen exactly how you expect it to in your brain. That's just how. But then I yeah. find that like three weeks later, I've completely forgotten like the the details of that daydream. So it could be that that thing does end up manifesting in its own way, just not in the exact way I dream. You know, like. The yeah. details change, but the the essence of what it was that I wanted is still possible. Um, so I think I feel like the it's a sign of like my ambition and what I want to do and where I want to go. That the fact that I can be in uh-huh. a situation and and not really be there because my brain is thinking to everything what that I want that I don't yet have. It's like balancing that and still trying to be present and live in what you actually have right now to get to that point. Just live in the moment, yeah. I need to just live in the moment and let things slide and just be... There are so many things that I need to be and do and just, like, stop. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. No, I don't think anything's wrong with you. Growing pain. See, that's the problem. Like, you constantly, like, I feel like, um, I don't know, just being in this space where I feel like an outsider in so many ways, Mm. but an insider, and I'm very comfortable with that, Mm -hmm. but also just, like, in multiple ways feeling like, I feel like I'm a kid in high school again. And just that, like the idea of belonging, but not or being where you're meant just, to be, but yeah. like also kind just of the idea it. of just not really like not getting it, just being like, I don't understand why this is so important to everyone, mm. and everyone else just being like, Wow, you're such a disappointment for not understanding or like not feeling this way or not doing things this way. And, you know, especially for me, not, you know, back then it was just in general because of being an awkward teenager and being a nerd. And and now just the whole thing of, like, not being the perfect, you know, African Christian daughter who stays at home mm-hmm. on the weekends and cleans and cooks and goes to church every Sunday and doesn't question, you know, what this performative Christianity is that we're doing here, you know, I can't play that part. And it, and it kills me. Like it honestly, you know, you get to the point where you just feel like when you're not doing something that is authentically, um, you, you just feel horrible about it Yeah. and you just can't really. So I would, so there would be moments where I felt like I didn't want to do this and I'm forced to do it because, you know, this is how it works. And I would just feel sick. Like I just, I can't sit here and I can't stand being here. And it's not because Sorry. Um, and it's not because I'm anti Jesus or whatever, but it's just because this is not how I want to practice this. No, I'm anti this established way of doing this. This is not Yeah. How this works. Or just, me. you know, the whole thing about relationships and being submissive and being like just everything about me is just different in regards to 
dealing with how my perception is on how you deal with healthy relationships. I immediately can point out where a, a relationship with someone can go wrong before I even start a relationship with that person. Like I can already see where it will go wrong. Is that so, what you anyway. what you mean when you say you're self sabotaging? Yeah, one part of it. One part mm. of it is that. Another part is just generally just not giving people a chance to even try. Mm. Just not. And then another part is not necessarily me. I think it's more so just other people. Um, the idea of just like someone making assumptions about you. And the moment someone makes assumptions about who I am as a person without actually trying to figure me out or mm. asking me, like I just immediately just kick them out. I'm just like, I can't do this with you. Mm -hmm. This is just, I'm no. That feeling of not being, not belonging in a place and feeling like, I don't know, just feeling like I'm not here. And, and the reason why I feel that is very often when I'm like with family. And so I just, feel like I, I'm always much more happier away from my family instead of with them. And people are supposed to feel bad about that, I guess. Mm. But I just don't. You know when you're obligated to feel like you love your family so, so much? So much of this is because your you're, like, you come from not living at home for, like, seven years to suddenly living at home as a completely different human, as an adult, as, like, a fully-fledged independent person you've like gone back into this home environment that like you are so far beyond now um so yeah. it's like it's stifling and it's claustrophobic and I I can't say this enough like my relationship with my parents is so so good because I'm not living at home because I'm literally like when we communicate we have to be intentional about it it's not we're in the same space at the same time all the time. So we're yeah. bringing the energies of the day and of wherever else into that space and like attacking each other with it. Like, I just think it's so hard to be at a time when you really need to be creating your own to like try and be doing that in a space that isn't yours anymore. It's just depressing because you come with a completely different lifestyle and a different understanding of what a home should look like or yeah, be like. Yeah, um, and like all of and, those things are real and are true and are valid and should be being built on because that's what we were meant to be like do for ourselves in our 20s. Um, and then so at the hard. end of the day, though, it becomes a thing of where I begin to, like, I just, I'm just like, oh, whatever. Anyways, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Well, you know, this we've talked about the goals for this year, and you're gonna get them. Yeah, you're gonna get that. Um, my goal is just, I mean, my goal is just buying a car to make movement easier. But honestly, I I'm never home anyways. Like I just got I got, I got back at ten. Right, so like mm -hmm. I'm never I'm never home. I leave in the morning, even on the weekends. I'm gone. I'm never here. Um, I only come at night because I just can't bear being here i just can't do it i hate it anyways mm -hmm. um i just have i'm like oh my god i'm so
super overwhelmed. There's too much going on right now. The fact that the your your only time outside of your job is being spent like towards someone else's life. And not not just their life, but like the life that they're building for themselves, a life that we've been thinking about a lot ourselves and wanting to you know, consumed within our own ways. And you're seeing it in a context that doesn't fit what you want, but like it's it still. Like you're you're dealing with so much right now, fam. Like she basically gave him his ring back. Why? Girl, the wedding is on the 24th of February. She gave him his ring back. And then this morning she had it on. I was like, where'd you get the ring? She's like, Why did she give it back? Because he was being a dick. Because he's not husband material. Oh, my God. He is not husband material. This girl, okay, this will happen on Thursday. Thursday night, they go out. They come back. Cause she has to go to work on Friday. So she's like, okay, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to stay out that long. They get home at midnight. She falls asleep. She wakes up at 3 a.m. He's not at home. Mm. So so she calls him, like, where the fuck are you? Like, it's 3 a.m. in the morning. Where are you? And he's like, oh, I was hungry. So I, like, went outside to get some food or whatever. I'm in, like, this place of town. And she's like, so she called and she's like, why didn't you tell? Like, you have your phone. You couldn't tell me. You can wake me up. She's like, oh, I tried to wake you up. You didn't wake up. You can call me. You can text me. You just leave the house at 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, Where's like, he oh, going? He's go- Apparently, he's going to look for food. That's what he said. Okay. And, and then, so he says, okay, well, you know, don't worry. I'll be, I'll be there in 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and we'll be Gucci. Cool. 20 minutes, 30 minutes go by. Nigga has not come back. So she calls. He doesn't pick up his phone. She's calling doesn't pick up his phone at some point it's like not even reachable so she starts freaking out because mind you this is already 4 a.m yeah so she's like um what if there's something wrong with him so she takes a motorbike and drives around the fucking oh city God. looking for him at 4 a.m in the morning Hi. this nigga has not come home this nigga has not come home and he texts her at like five or six a.m like call me she calls and he's like oh yeah, yeah. i'm like on my way home and i was like nigga you said there you food fake does food take fake. three hours to fake, get fake 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 can't marry this dude this is what i'm talking about Enzo. nope no so i like and she tells me like honestly all the time she's just like every time i'm around i'm like sometimes i'm like yes i'm a mature but some things are just like no like this is not even normal like, something she knows are not normal. And, like, I'm just so mad because her mother has basically peer pressured her into marrying this boy. And his family has peer pressured her into marrying him. And I just, like, I feel so upset for her because, like, he sounds like you're trash. starting your life with someone who is literally not ready for marriage. He's not ready to be a husband for you. He's going to stress you out. Who does that? If a nigga does that to me once, Mm-mm. once... That's enough for me to be like, there's something wrong here. So she was like, she threw the ring at him so he can figure out if he really wanted to do this or not. But she picked it up herself this morning. Can you imagine? Oh my god. So that shit was still on the floor and she picked it up. I mean, she she went to get it from their house. I don't even know where she put it. It's but she went to get it from, from the way that their relationship house or whatever. Was going on. Hmm? I said, it's a and metaphor. he wasn't there. So I was like, I'm glad you didn't ask him for the ring back. He wasn't like at the house you just went and took it and put it back on as like okay like i just have to get over it and continue with this and i'm like 
That sounds like the no, worst thing ever. It's just really annoying. And, like, like I'm with you, and I'm helping you do the stuff, and we just got, like, your final wedding gown and everything, but, like, I cannot be supportive of this all the way because mm-hmm. I know that at some point you're going to suffer from this. Thankfully, you're Muslim, so divorce is easier for you guys. It is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, divorce is very easy for Muslim women. Uh, how does that to work? Christians. Hmm? How does it work for Muslim women? They can just demand their divorce, and you can't deny them their divorce if they want it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And the process is much easier. Um, and I don't, And it's not really frowned upon as much, to be honest, in comparison to Christian women. Christian women get it. Oh, my God. Oh God, he's gonna eat yeah, I know her. She's a Virgo and she's a perfectionist, so she doesn't want to get divorced either. So I feel like she's just gonna suffer through it. She's such a Virgo. She's like a Beyonce type Virgo. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Shit. Well, not me. So that's that. Yeah. Overall, in general, I just, I'm just constantly upset by people's understanding of what relationships should look like. Yeah. It's not, it's like, it's a consistently relevant topic. It's a consistently bothering topic. It just hasn't left. (laughs) It's just like, like, still here. It needs to leave. It needs to, we need to find something else. And get stronger. Something I've learned about myself is I'm so, I'm so fragile. Like, my shit has been pretty successful this year but I'm just I'm very very fragile and then how do you feel about it so far I just think like it's because of what I'm coming out of and what I'm like moving away from I didn't used to be this fragile I just need to like get up a build up a thick skin again and you can't do that without you know making yourself vulnerable yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, so you can't you can't build a thick skin without getting hit first, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't just come by itself. You have to get hit to develop that thick skin, mm-hmm. but you also, that thick skin also has to be porous enough to let oh, um, yeah. people in, yeah. you know? So it's like you're building, true. like, a hard sponge. You're building a coral. Whoa, fam. It's strong, but water 2017 coral shit. Shit. Yeah. Look at that's, that. that's kind of <laughs> I can explain it. <laughs> because Nature. because at the end of the day, if Uh-oh. the thing about you know being fragile, mm-hmm. especially after you've been hurt, um, is how you end up dealing with it and how it how you may or may not let previous relationships define your new relationship. Don't be like me where you just build a wall. <laughs> I just built a damn wall. Oh, man. <laughs> Like you don't want to build, you don't want to build no the, the kind of walls that, that block yeah. people out for good, even no. when you. Um, no. And some, yeah, no, it's real. It's learning. It's, it's a process. It's a it's a process. Being conscious is helpful, but it's not everything because you know it still hurts sometimes. Um, but yeah. you know nobody really tells you the shit. <laughs> how shitty your 20s can be and that's what this is and then when we're 30 we're gonna look back and be like oh that was so cute 
you know? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> An old, really rich man once gave me advice mm-hmm. and basically said, your 20s are about simplicity. He, what Just, a liar. I mean, he said it in a material sense of things, like be simple in the way that you go about your life and your expenses and what you want and take time because you're not going to be a millionaire by 25. Mm-hmm. You're not going to know what you're doing at 25. He said, I didn't know what I was doing until I was like 36. And yeah. I'm look at me now and I'm fine and, and you will be fine. But just understand that this is a time for you to understand the simplicity of life and to understand that time will not wait for you. But at the same time, time will not go at the pace that you want it to go. Patience. So you need mm-hmm. to learn how to be patient. And mm-hmm. and that has been really important for me to understand every time I take a step and think about, oh, my God, who's doing what? Who's doing this? This person just got a new promotion. This person just bought a car. This person got this. And I'm often not that person. I've never been the person to freak out oh about other God. people's accomplishments. Same it has same. nothing to do with me. But when you're here at this moment, when you're living real life and you see people still excelling and you're like, how the hell are they doing it? You will freak out about where you are in life. Absolutely. You will. You will. And and it's fair. It just, you again, it goes back to just learning how to be conscious and being conscious about the fact that time, uh, time will tell its tale or whatever and... You will get what you want when it's due for you, when the universe is ready to give it to you, and when you're when you're ready for it from the universe. When you're ready for it. Yeah. Who is I talking we're just to? not ready for I certain things. I was asking someone about something along these lines, and I've definitely felt this way last year, um, of like just wanting my shit to be existing because I know where I want to be, I know what I want for myself. And I know I'm nowhere close to that yet. And the, the, um, like the space between those two points just feels so vast and is so, is such a source of anxiety. Um, Mm -hmm. but we were talking the other day and and this person was like, but the thing is, I know I'm not ready yet. Like I'm not ready to be known yet. There is nothing that I have right now that I think I want the world to see. So that's where the patience comes in. It's like, I'm not even, I know where I want to be. I know what I want to be. But I also know that even though all all of that is within me and I'm going to bring it out, I haven't tapped into it yet. Like I haven't created the thing that I want the world to see yet. I haven't, that's essentially it. I haven't created the thing that I want the world to see yet. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, it makes no sense for me to look at other people and what they are doing or what they have because honestly, I'm like, by virtue of it being what they're doing, I don't want it because it's not mine. You know, or, like, I, yeah. I need to have the thing that I've made and I'm just not there yet and I can't rush that. Um, you shouldn't rush so it. So I've like, that was, that's at least that part of my anxiety. It's like a little bit calmer. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm happy. What part is still stressful? Huh? What part is so stressful? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, being fragile and not wanting to be fragile and, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out demisexuality and people. <laughs> Word.
place my friends hold already means that whatever my partner is, whoever my partner is and whatever they mean to me, um, just has to be like a little bit more fluid and less essential than we already think of relationships. Like my, I don't envision, in our parents' generation, like parents have got married so young that like, that person is your friend. That person is your everything from the get go. You don't have time to make friends. You don't, your life in your twenties when we are, we have the, you know, I guess the privilege, although it can feel painful sometimes to figure ourselves out, find our own things, find our own friends, create our own communities that didn't exist for my mom. So like inherently, whatever my partnership looks like, is just going to be different because I've, I've had this time to build my own first. Yeah. It makes sense because you do have that. That's why. So when people say, you know, my husband is my best friend or my, or my partner, generally my partner is my best friend, you know, Mm. it's an interesting concept and I like it, but I also feel like it doesn't have to be that way. And that doesn't necessarily have to be the ideal of your partner does not have to be your best friend or your only serious friend. Like we build communities and we build relationships with people to depend on in ways that your partner might not be able to be the only person to depend on for those things. No, exactly. In the same way that your friends might not be able to lean to depend on in the same way that your partner will. You know, so um, I'm fulfilled in so many other ways, and I've I know that love exists in so many ways, and I don't know why it feels so um, important to also have it in this way right now. I don't know. No, it's it's important, and that's I don't know why. That's also why is this so important? And I think it wasn't like me asking in 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 terms of a critique, but just more so. Like, why do we desire this romantic love so much? And I love that we're talking about this, like, huh, a few days before Valentine's Day. But Oh, my God. Um, Silence. It really just, just brings up the question, like, why do we want this? And I, I have to admit that I want it, too. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and be like, fuck love. I don't believe in true love. I don't care. I'm just trying to do me. You know, at times you have to just sit down and be like, listen, I want to be in a relationship. And And that's just the real. Yeah, and that's just the real. And so, you know, even just being real with people in the sense that you, like, you know, you can, so there was a a guy recently, and I was just like, straight up, I'm not looking for hookups or, like, a friends of benefit or, like, a Nah, like, I straight up want a relationship. So please, move to the side. (laughs) move aside you're blocking the view of people that might want to have a serious relationship with me i'm not trying to play this game anymore um for me and you know you have to like be intentional with that and i feel like a lot of people in our age group and millennials in general are very not into saying their truth Mm. especially when it comes to this people don't say what they really mean Mm -hmm. and i am literally you know the number one person in doing this where I don't say what I mean um and now I strongly believe that the best way to save yourself from heartbreak and stress and torture is just to be honest with yourself and with the people around you that you want this I want this I'm gonna say it this is what I want um 
the universe, bring it to me. Give it to me. I'm being honest and open now, so just give me what I want. <laughs> just give me what I want. I'm trying really hard here to be vulnerable and honest. You know how weird it feels to say I want to be in a relationship? I feel like people are in the background being like, oh, I think the issue with me though right now is that um I I want to be I don't I also like really don't want to be in a relationship because <laughs> I know mm. that um I haven't figured out how to love someone without losing myself so mm-hmm. I don't want to I, I I think I need to experience people um but have the time to to do that in a way that like doesn't mean that by the end of it I'm like fuck where did I go yeah so that's what's kind of painful about right now <laughs> it's just it's growing pains it's like nothing is wrong nothing is bad but I'm just it's a growing pain. yeah it's it's make, creating new habits and um I, like thankfully I feel like I've got the situations that allow that allow for that um I like that the past couple of months have all been growing pains, though. They haven't yeah. been, yeah. like, oh, my God. No, it's literally Sorry. just growing pains. And that's what's, like, kind of yeah. been hopeful about it, is that, yes, I am <laughs> curled in a ball for two hours on my couch because I can't move, but <laughs> it's because of, like, something that I'm moving through. It's not just I this maybe, shit. I think this is what adulthood really is. You know what? Just being in pain all the time? Just suffering. <laughs> um, no, but suffering. really, I mean, but really, yeah. I feel like adulthood is literally mostly just growing pain. You're constantly learning Yo, yeah. something new. You're constantly going through a new phase in your life. Well, for some people, you know, where you, you get a partner or you have to, you know, work, you know, to make your money. Um, you have to find property to live in. You know, you might want to kick out a little, a few, a couple offspring or adopt or something <laughs> like that, you know, like you have, a couple you're offspring. constantly learning something new and you're constantly, you know, growing and growing in ways that I could never imagine myself doing before I was an adult. Because <sighs> you're fucking up. Like when I'm growing, when I was growing up as a young person, you're not fucking up all the time. You know, mm. or you don't have that fear of messing up. Well, there just the is there's so much less at stake, so like it doesn't feel yeah. like you're fucking up. Like, oh, you fell in the playground today. Oh, I'll try cool. again tomorrow. Or like, wipe your wipe the sand off your butt and do it again. Right. Hey, that's it. Now it's like, oh, everything is at stake. So <laughs> you know, get your like, shit together. <laughs> deadlines, bitch. Ooh. Like deadlines. I got one tomorrow too. Huh. <laughs> Oof. Um, Listen, it's a real thing. Oh god! Oh yeah, I was around. I was with Dartmouth people yesterday. How was it? Um, thankfully, you know, there's a group of them that I liked, so I was with them the whole time. But I don't okay, miss that. I don't want to be like the, those. Are tell, uh, also, people that I've never spoken to and who are part of worlds that I've never tried to be a part of, and like. Uh. 
one of them was coming on to me and I'm pretty sure he voted for Trump and I'm just like what is happening right now what is this what is happening (laughs) get out (laughs) it was it was really weird it was really weird Everyone I don't want. Trash. I don't want more Dartmouth men in my life. No. Everyone is trash. That's not uh, story. Trash. They're but all they're trash. But anyway, so I mean, it's good that I know now. So you just develop a mechanism of just ignoring them. Mm. Once you see them, you just know. Just ex- you know what to expect. Mm. So. Listen. Okay, so we will be back with some more real edited <laughs> yeah some more juicy stuff <laughs> will come to you so like, we've just been you know what january was rough guys donald trump made january horrible for everyone mm-hmm. no lie no lie i know we've gotten thank you to all of the really kind people that have asked me where you know rice and tea is and you know have really just been encouraging us and pushing us to keep on doing this and we appreciate it we didn't realize that having full-time jobs <laughs> alongside doing this shit can get really stressful and hard to do. But we are really trying to keep on doing this and stay consistent with it. And we, will. Um, we do just have a lot of stuff for you in 2017. We just needed a bit of a hiatus. Shit got real for a while, you know? Yeah, shit got real. We had our own issues to deal with, as everyone does. I think sometimes when when we can't do proper, proper shit, sometimes we might just upload 10-minute, 20-minute clips, just random ones of us ranting about our lives. And, you know, from there, we'll keep on going. This is honestly just a genuine, raw conversation that we've had. It's nothing edited. It's nothing planned. We don't have an agenda when we sit here with these conversations. We are literally just bringing you the thoughts that are coming from the top of our heads. Yeah. We'll see how We're it winging goes. it in a healthy, fun, good way. Healthy, fun, good. 2017. Yeah. Colon. 2017. Healthy, fun, good. So we hope you guys have set real resolutions mm-hmm. for 2017s. You've written them down and posted them somewhere. You speak them out. Please speak them out because mm-hmm. it really does change how your resolutions function. Um, I have five nice. goals for this year. Um, yeah, we how many do you have, Nikenna? I wrote them down and then I haven't looked at them since. Um, so I think I'm about look at them. six. Maybe. I'm looking at mine right now. Oof, well, they're upstairs somewhere. Um, I feel I feel good about how I've you know the energy I've put towards them so far I'm trying again back back to being kind to myself and by the beginning of this year I was at Emma's and I told her about like the goals I was writing down and I told her everything I wanted to get done in January and she was like you know that's too much <laughs> you know you like you have these goals that you've set out for 12 months and you're trying to get all this shit done in the first calm down so you know goals is real working towards them is real but being kind to the self and being patient with the self is also real Uh uh-huh yes indeed it makes all the difference sometimes Mm. many times Mm -hmm. take a deep breath and go slowly take make baby wins make like baby yeah i like oh i like that name baby wins oh yeah 
Um, take baby, a breath. Make, make baby wings. Make sure you stay hydrated. Sometimes open yeah. the window because you just need to let some new air in. Um, mm-hmm. Light a candle. Fuck with incense. Put your phone down. If it, put your phone down. Put your phone down. You know, turn off iMessages on your Mac. Nobody needs to be that connected. Exactly. Um, breathe. Delete your social media. And then add it again. <laughs> and then add it back. I'm like, you know what? I don't later. need this. <laughs> 36 hours later, I've downloaded it again. Yeah, you know, like, delete it. Uh-huh. And then yeah. download it later. But I honestly did delete. I deleted my Twitter. I deleted Snapchat. I deleted Instagram. I still have not re-downloaded them this year, 2017. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and I have not tweeted in 2017. I, I noticed you're an egg now. Hmm? I said, I noticed you're an egg now. Am I still? And it wasn't working. I don't even know what's wrong. I don't know. Hmm. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Kenna, can you hear me? Yeah, where'd you go? I have no idea. I'm so confused. I just said I need to go see someone real quick before my person comes over, so... Fine. Let's end this friendship completely. That's not what we're saying, so shut up. Okay, you say hello to... And I am going to go to bed because it's midnight and I have to wake up and do a presentation tomorrow morning. Okay. Bye, I love you. Love you too. Thank you.